Hello, warriors. You are strong. Before we start today's episode, first of all, thanks for being here. If you're listening today, October the 20th, 2021, please make sure you're following the Instagram of JSUUREC. That's JSU underscore UREC. Because tonight, the other personal trainers and myself, we're going to go live at about 7 p.m. Central Time to answer all of your fitness-related questions. There's also going to be a fun giveaway, and it's just going to be a great time. Make sure that you stop by and say hello. And if you have any questions related to your workouts, this will be the time to ask us collectively as a team as we work together to help you out with all of your fitness-related goals. Make sure that you do stop by because we need you there because without you, like all of you, what's the point of us being a personal trainer, right? We need you to be a part of the community with us. So be sure to check it out. Come by and at least say hello. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey, welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. Today is Wednesday, October the 20th, and I am podcasting from Alabama. If this is your first time checking out my podcast, welcome. First of all, thank you. I would highly recommend you listen to my guest episodes. That's my favorite. So today I just wanted to kind of talk about things and as usual, piggyback on what I've said on the last episode and maybe... um, maybe even backpedal to the way it sounded. Um, When I said yesterday, like, we're all a team, yay, I was kind of exhausted, and it probably sounded like I was being sarcastic. Well, I had actually forgotten about one of my own classes, and if it wasn't for the very same, (laughs) the very same young lady who is always trying to claim classes fast as she can, even if I've already claimed (laughs) claimed them, she's still offering to take them. I admire her ambition a lot, actually. She's not from here originally. She also was trying to get me to sub for her yesterday at 12.15. So I just kind of texted her back after yoga and I said, Oh, I can't because I'm going to go to lunch with my friend when she asked what was I teaching. Well, something prompted me when I got home to just look over the schedule and see who's teaching what. And I totally... Even when I was going over the schedule with you guys and typing it out over the weekend, I totally forgot I was subbing the 1215 class. So I was teaching at the same time, at the same time, slot a different class. And I had to, basically I had to turn around at home and go right back to work (laughs) because it was just in the nick of time, as they say. Um, Where does that saying even come from, the nick of time? Like you nicked part of your clock. Anyway, I turned around, went back, and I'm so glad that I did because there were three ladies. And for some working women, the lunch workout routine is like their lifeline. Not like literal lifeline, but like it's a mental health thing. They have not missed a day, these ladies. They work up there, and I admire them so much. In fact, their diligence inspires me because they work out on their lunch break with group fitness, I mean, every single day. They don't miss a day. And so I really admire that a lot. And if I had 
completely forgotten, I would have broken the pattern and messed up their day. And I don't want to do that in any way. It's just that I'm subbing a lot of classes this week while one of my coworkers is on a cruise. But back to what I'm saying is I definitely, and obviously I cannot run a whole, <laughs> I cannot help them run the whole schedule by myself. Um, it's obviously going to take a whole team. So like I kept becoming even more paranoid. Like, was I supposed to teach in the morning tomorrow? Like I started looking over the schedule very carefully because then I'm like, was I teaching F45 tomorrow morning? And when I saw it wasn't me, I was like, oh, thank goodness for her. Like she's, she's coaching it, not me. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here now having my cappuccino. I'm going to take a sip. And on my cup, it says best day ever. Anyway, um, I still met with my friend. We just didn't go to lunch. Um, we met at this, um, the Chamber of Commerce here was having, um, they do this every year. Like, I think they had to skip a few for pandemic. I don't know how many they skipped, like one. But every year, the Chamber, the Calhoun County Chamber, they do a business expo. And they've been doing this at least since the 90s. And I have no idea how long they've been doing it. But when I worked at Gold's Gym, I always remember kind of being jealous of like the ones that they would send to table the event. And everybody always comes back like, oh, it's not what you think. You know, it's not like as fun as you think or whatever. And when I went, you know what? I don't know if it was different in the 90s, but it was pretty fun. And I didn't even stay for the part where it was uncorked. <laughs> now, it's only free to non-members up until 3 o'clock. And they uncork the wine at 4. So this is a very expensive club to be in for businesses. And I don't, my business is just like scraping by. So I don't exactly make the kind of money that justifies a membership to this type of thing. Also, also, when I did consider this, I was still working at the warehouse full time. And I looked over all of the benefits and all of the benefits require you to be at functions like this. And typically, and like last night, I'm usually teaching. So I cannot exactly go on a Tuesday and uncork the wine when I have, you know, yoga. <laughs> it's, it doesn't go hand in hand. It's not like I can't have a glass of wine every now and again. I've actually said on this podcast before that I do enjoy a glass of wine every now and again. But I'm not going to go to an uncorked event and then go teach yoga. <laughs> it's not, that's not going to work. Anyway, so that's why I'm not part of the chamber. Not only is it expensive, um, even if I had the money, I'm a like one woman army. So I don't exactly have a, a coworker I can send to run the table. Like, hey, I'm part of yogijewels.com. At least I'm not to that point yet. Um, Maybe someday, I don't know, like, I may take a break, like I said, and just, just take a, take a little reset from business paperwork, because the paperwork is, it's astounding <laughs> what they do for, you know, if you run a business. So anyway, back to the business expo, we went, me and my friend, I'm already six minutes in, and I feel like I'm getting off track. We went down there, and they had I don't know how many hundreds of businesses, but the whole Oxford Civic Center was just filled up with just booth after booth after booth. This wasn't just beneficial because I got a lot of free stuff, and I did. 
they were given a lot of free food, free swag, as the kids call it, the swag, the free, um, they were given away, like, free headphones, pins, you can name it, like, koozies, um, lip balm, lotion, just anything they thought they could give away. They had games for prizes, lots of candy, because it's close to Halloween. Um, as I just said, I've lost a bunch of weight recently, so I took the candy, like, directly to where my husband works. I was like, here, here's a bunch of free candy. <laughs> anyway, um, there was, like, a hot dog stand giving away hot dogs. There was, like, Cutter's Pizza was there, and they're, like, giving away pizza. So, I mean... I was pretty impressed with how the event was put together, but the second benefit was that I run my table by myself a lot, and it was helpful to me to look around at all the different booths, and each booth is trying to be better than the last one, right? So, like, I got to see a variety of how they decorated their booth, how they try to draw people in. Like, the sheriff's department, they had, like, a big screen with a virtual shooter game, like a video game, where you're, I guess, shooting bad guys or something. I didn't play it. That's that's one of the few I didn't play. And then um, the lady next to them was like, she was kind of like sad, like, no one wants to play my game. I didn't know I was going to be next to like a video game. Like that was a tough, that was a tough act to follow because when you went past the game, then she has the little throw the loop on the witch's hat thing. And she felt like, she felt like no one wants to play this after they've done that. So me and my friend were like, we'll play your game, of course. And uh, I threw the loops and I didn't hit a single thing. And they gave me gifts anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad my friend invited me. She is also an independent business because she's a music teacher and an educator. So she goes and drops her business card off at these things all the time. That's another thing they do is if you have a business card, which most people do, um, you can drop your business card for giveaways. And there's always like different kinds of giveaways. Like I ask them what they're giving away. And some of them were giving away like Walmart gift cards. Some of them were just giving away cash. Um, some of them were giving away whatever it is that they had. Like if it was food, I don't know. It was just, it was very interesting to see how many different businesses were there and how that they decorated their booth. Um, but it's a good thing that someone asked me to sub the very same person that I won't say I was mad or anything, but I was a little flustered in the morning because she just forgot that the schedule's a little wonky because when we started our fall semester, the person who was supposed to teach the 5 p.m. class, which happens almost every day, they totally quit. Which means that normally through the weekdays, that room gets reset at five and she was subbing in the midday and forgot that there wasn't a late class on Mondays because even though it's canceled, for some reason it's still on a paper schedule outside the door, whatever. I don't know why they didn't reprint that um, on a separate thing. Like I know that they get it from a big printer, but I don't know why we couldn't just scan it and edit it and put it back up by the door. Because it's been, we're halfway through the semester now. It's been several weeks, and I guess they're not going to fix the the wonky schedule. That's not on me. That's not my responsibility. So I need to, like, eyes on my own plate with <laughs> my business, right? <laughs> um, 
I got to see a lot of friends at the Civic Center, too. I got to see some of my friends that I used to have when I taught Pound and Zumba. I got to see some people that were friends from when I used to do theater work, because I used to be involved in community theater. I just got to see all kinds of people. I saw people who taught fitness that they totally knew who I was, and I had to, like, walk away and look at their business card to remember who they were, because uh, when you work with someone in fitness, and I don't really think that I worked directly with her, at least I don't think I did. She worked at another gym. Even if you work at the same gym, you might see that person for all of a few minutes a year unless one of you is attending the other one's class because I'm only seeing my coworkers in like meetings. We are all on different shifts. So I think that that woman that knew me from her booth <laughs> talked to me for a very long time. I did remember her, but I'm pretty sure that she's always worked for a different gym than me. And she may have attended a gym where I taught, but I don't know. At this point, when it's gone from like tens to dozens to hundreds to thousands of students and teachers all throughout my career, I get very confused very easily. And if I don't have regular conversations with you, I get confused. So like last night, I was trying to make connections with my students. I'm like, hey, don't you... One of them, I'm like, you play the saxophone. Like, I'm I'm identifying things. Like, I remember this client is in the Southerners. You know what I mean? Like, the Marching Southerners. So, I'm doing my very best. <laughs> Just like everybody else is doing their very best. At least I want to believe that. One of my yoga students totally doesn't believe that. But I want to believe it. Like, I want to be a little idealistic in that way. Like, and believe that everybody's doing their best. At least I know that I'm doing my best, and that's all I can control, right? Um, a lot of people get wrapped up in their thought process with the news and letting the news manipulate their thought process and maybe shift their energy and their vision, but I'm not going to let that happen to me. At least I'm going to try not to let uh, everybody else's negative views impact my life, at least I've been trying on working on that since the beginning of fitness, right? Anyway, um, so yesterday I had five classes, and I'm about to go teach senior yoga. Um, obviously, I can't count classes. I thought I knew how. <laughs> and if I do make it through this week, and I suspect I will make it through this week, this will be a new record for me, right? Like, I have never had this many classes before, so hopefully they all go just as well as they can, and I'm going to give as much energy as I can to each, and hopefully each class is better than the last, and I have a very strict rule for myself that if I don't feel like I can give it my all, I won't teach that class. Like If I don't feel like I have the energy to lift up my students, I'm definitely not going to go. Um, there's just no there's no reason for me to waste their time and to waste my time if I don't have the energy to put into it. And very rarely is it that I've canceled like my classes. Um it really means a lot to me. Just like I was talking about these ladies who never miss a day. Like the job's not as important to me as like their fitness mission and their path. I'm just enjoying my cappuccino here. Um so tomorrow and the next day I wake up at four AM. And hopefully, and I feel confident, <laughs> I'm going to feel confident about this, but I'm going to still get there a little early. Hopefully the rooms are perfect and ready and I don't have another um, 
like nightmare moment of I have to reset the room in 15 minutes. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, the good news is that the, the previous day there was like no equipment. So, um, yeah, it wasn't as hard as it could have been is what I'm saying. Like when that happened to me, it could have been very hard if it was like 27 stations with weights and bikes everywhere. It could have been very complicated and I think I handled it rather well. Like I didn't get mad. I just, I I didn't like run for my phone and text somebody at 4.45. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> like some people would have done. I just got right on it. I loaded up the day of the workout and I got right on it. I'm just like, okay, this station needs to be here. And all the numbers were wrong. So I had to, I had to put out the weights. So, um, last night, I had a late night class and there were eight people in that class. And honestly, I was very surprised because it was like big numbers and then low numbers, big numbers, low numbers. And then for a couple of weeks, um, not many people were coming. It seemed like it tapered off and I don't know how, but all of a sudden I had eight people last night and that was a blessing. Um, it's just really interesting to to see where everybody's at and to kind of try to help multiple levels because I've always gotten new people and a mixture of experienced yogis. And I don't want to bore the people who are already practicing regularly and maybe they're even doing a regular practice at home. I don't know what they're doing. And then someone who's just come in for their first class, I don't want them to like get really frustrated with the difficulty level and just like throw up their hands and be like, I can't do this and just give up. Um, my whole goal is to make it where something is happening in that class where every single person in there can do it. So in the beginning of my strong class, I call it stay strong. I say, if you need a break, take a break and extend a child's pose. And then I tell them to do the work. And at the end of these classes where it's more difficult, I make sure to let them know like, the gentle yoga is different class. Like in the gentle yoga, we're not doing sun salutations and that sort of thing. I'm actually really, I'm kind of wishing that I had this many classes every week, even though I, you know, just, I just finished saying I got confused. It was because things are not, I would say typical. Once things get into a pattern, I get used to it, but I'm already at 217 active minutes this week. And, um, that's according to my Fitbit, which I almost always have it on. I didn't have it on on Sunday. Um, like I said, I've been averaging 500 to 800 active minutes. <laughs> and a lot of people thought I couldn't do this. Like, don't, you can't do fit, fitness won't pay. You can't do fitness as a job. Um, well, guess what? Uh, because of the support of my husband and support of the community, I can, and I am. So, there, take that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, once again, this is only happening because of the community. Like I said, I, I wasn't joking when I said we're all part of a team. That doesn't just mean my coworkers. Like, obviously, there would be no point in an offering and holding space if there was nobody coming. I've decided to join up with my school. Um, the school I graduated from with yoga, they have started something called a VPG, Volunteer Practice Guide Community. So what this means is if there are people in my area 
who want to come and practice or practice teach or learn uh, one-on-one, then I will offer space. There is a lot to this. Like, I'm only brushing on the topic. This also means all-inclusive for my students, and they're actually suggesting that we do um, donation-based. Like, donation-based, because not everybody can afford my $50 an hour. I do realize that it's a very expensive price, right? $50 an hour is a lot, and not everybody can do that. Um, If you look at what I do and my certs, like my certifications, it's fair. It's a very fair price, especially for this community, because, you know, 50 is typical for around here. If I was in a bigger city, it would be a lot more. I'm not living in the big city. I'm not living that big city life. So what I'm looking at doing next in all my free time (laughs) is I'm going to design and program some workshops and I'm going to make it donation-based. I need to find a location. Donation-based and it's going to be workshops for both my students to attend and for the MVP community to come who needs a volunteer practice guide and then they can work with me like they have questions about queuing or theming their class. Um, it's really just, it's a program designed for us all to hold space for each other as a community. So I don't know when I'll start mine. It probably won't be this week, but I do have some material ready to go and I just need a location. That's the issue at hand. I could have used the Hampton Inn, I guess, at one time. However, they're not answering my messages anymore, so I don't think I'm allowed. <laughs> I stopped by a couple of times to try to talk in person, and the people that I knew were not there, so I don't know if that's no longer an option, like, ever again, or if it's just on hold for a pause, or I don't know. I really miss working at the Hampton as a yoga teacher. It just seemed like it was a lot of gas wasted, I don't don't even want to say wasted. I spent a lot of gas learning my lesson that I should have been doing prepays because that was a lot of wear and tear on my car for all the classes that no one came to. And I'm talking even some of the free classes, like, I don't know. I just, I have to be really, really careful with my energy. That's one of the things yoga teaches you is to like protect your energy and your efforts and don't put a lot of energy and effort into something that's not going to benefit you. And another thing I wanted to backpedal on, now this is a few episodes ago, I was kind of making jokes about, first of all, I love Mexican food. And I was saying I'm not really that interested in a vegan, like a bean burrito. But then I realized when I went to one of the places, I said, I want, and I I just knew the vegetarian plate right off the bat. It's like a cheese enchilada and a cheese quesadilla. And I'm like, I order vegan plates all the time. Like, (laughs) it's not, I'm sorry, not vegan. Vegan doesn't have cheese. I order the vegetarian plate all the time. If you count the cheese quesadilla and the cheese enchilada, um, I just really love cheese. (laughs) So, um, while a bean burrito, you know what? I am interested in eating a bean burrito. Even this early, I'm pretty hungry right now. When I'm working out like this, I'm just hungry all the time. So, I probably would eat a bean burrito if you put it in front of me right now. I'm pretty hungry. Anyway, 
enough about burritos and me admitting that I almost forgot a class. I realized that if someone's listening to this and considering hiring me or something that that might not be a great, it might not look great on me, but I'm just being really honest and transparent, unedited, uncut, raw, unfiltered Julie. Um, I do hope you enjoy this episode and all of the other episodes. Be sure to go and, like I said, check out those guest episodes. Every single time that you come here and listen, I'm very grateful that you've spent time with me. I will be back, and I hope whatever you're doing and wherever you're at, I hope that you're happy and healed and free, feeling inspired, and bring peacefulness and healing to all life that you come into contact with. Namaste.